This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. Man, you're like flying all around the room. A mad doctor. It's a, it's a show. Is it? <laughs> Never sure. Happens. It just happens all around. Check, check. Check. Well, it's probably it's probably your thing. Let me hear you. I'm ready to go. Oh yeah, you sound good now. Thank you so much. Do I have Uzi and Human? Do you? One you one, sure one do. two. Yep. All right. Oh my God! Everyone's here. This is everyone so sounds so amazing. Beautiful. Vinny, are you yeah. here? Check. Yes. Check. And we're on. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. Sarah, Vinny, and Brynn in Studio D. In Studio C, the one and only Tommy Igo, everybody. He's a drummer. Almost 50,000 followers on Instagram. Let's pump those numbers up. Close. Hey, Tommy, did you say your boy? You have a boy, right? I have a boy. And oh, yeah, that I, that I, mic I, is very. Uh, oh, it's very directional. So, you can hold oh, it in your hand okay. if it helps. Right, it's... I'll just point. I'll just face this way. <laughs> don't look at it. Just don't look at us. You can hold it if you want. Like a Do stand. either of them <laughs> yeah, play look. instruments? Hold uh, it in your hand. Uh, my daughter is extraordinarily musical naturally. My son is in the band at school. Tommy studying right now. He's Tommy saxophone. Oh, I don't think Tommy can hear. Tommy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh. Can you, you just talk right into you? the mic? We can I barely am, hear like, you, bro. Literally, like, right into the like, mic. Maybe he should hold it. Like, swallow that mic. Swallow. Really oh, he hears himself okay. As long as Bryn is saying I'm that like, it's going yeah, it's in like, correctly. You bro, bro, you want to hear these? These are really, really, really hot. <laughs> check, like check, check, hot? check, 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 yeah. check. Too See, hot. I hear myself amazing. Too hot, baby. Yeah, dig, dig. What does your daughter play? How about that? Oh, that's way better. Okay, now I can't hear them too good, but. That is oh, much boy. better. Yeah. What does your daughter play? Uh, well, she, she plays drums actually. She, oh. and she screws around with the guitar, and she's uh, good too. I've seen videos of yeah, her playing drums. Her, you know, she's always in a rock band. How old is she? They're both fifteen. The twins. Let me ask you. Oh, they're twins. Yeah. Uh, if your daughter came to you and said, "Dad, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going on tour with my band. Mm-hmm. I need to borrow two thousand dollars. We're going to tour the United States." Mm-hmm. For All she needs is two grand to be two like, here you go. Gonna get you out of the, yeah, it's gonna get you out of the driveway. You know? For for a month, uh-huh. we've got like some shows lined up. Mm-hmm. Are you? What does Dad say to that? Um. Well, you know, um, uh, I'd give her the two grand and send her on her way and say, enjoy life. You're only only gonna be young once and don't have any regrets and get out there and see just how rough it is and then come back and go to school. So you wouldn't be. A total okay. I wouldn't say no. No way. You wouldn't. No way. Mm-mm. 
That's funny. I wouldn't. I feel like this is the only time in a kid's life that they can really try stuff. Is like yeah. right you when they're. Do it now. You got to do it now, man. Before you have kids, before you have a mortgage. Yep. Before you got responsibilities. Like, go ahead, try yeah. it. And it shows you how hard it is to earn a buck and that, you know, if you don't want to always have your hand out to you mom and dad. Van, you get in a van with a bunch of other people who are all focused on the same thing that you are, making music, and you go from place to place. You get stiffed. You get... Uh, right! You, you wouldn't yeah. be like, I do not want you to go feel all that pain. Oh, are you kidding? No, I want them to. Oh, my God. Don't getting you. Yeah, that's how you toughen up, man. Well, I don't it's disagree. Way to the top, I'm curious how you'd handle that. So well, you're saying you'd say, "Here's a check. Have a good time. Call me when you need help." Oh, can I uh, cash? Well, I don't know the check like, account. Okay, first of all, you know you got your gig set up. How much are you going to get? They're probably playing door gigs. They're going from place to place. They get a percentage of how many tickets they sell. You know, there's a very high possibility that they do their first four gigs and say, "I don't want to do this anymore." I'm hungry. Home. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but whatever it is, it's like. You know, they would go, they would say, okay, we left, we did it, we got ourselves in a van, we played some gigs, and it didn't work out, but man, was that great, and that was fun. And I learned a lot. Right. Yeah, and I would be, yeah. And, and now I'm ready to go to accounting school, Dad. <laughs> now I'm ready. Yeah, now I'm ready to be the manager instead of the musician. Because <laughs> that was tough. Because that sucked. Because <laughs> right. that sucked. Or she'll be like, even though it sucked, I love it, and I'm going to keep on doing it. Yeah, I so mean, it's such a weird thing these days too, like the whole SoundCloud thing and people becoming famous on social media before they ever even make it out into the world. Yeah, but that fame is gonna is very, uh, very Fleeting elusive and, and tra very transitory. It evaporates just as fast as it came. Yeah, you know. So I was reading something where I don't know if you've heard about this, uh, but I know you've. I've heard you bitch before about how little money you make off actual streaming services. Oh, terrible. Um, Pandora is going to actually start setting it up so that you you would download your stuff and if it fits certain algorithms they'll start playing unknown bands stuff yeah. Yeah, that sure. matches up with uh, like whatever your seed song is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of cool. My favorite thing about Spotify even you know these guys are just the worst but you know if you put on Spotify my favorite thing is like if you go to an artist and hit start radio and then the the artist radio station comes up I have like discovered a lot of really great new artists that way because they feed me stuff that I would right. never know was even there. That's the best thing about really, streaming. yeah. You do that. You go to their artist. You hit start radio, and the radio, the the, the algorithm puts together a fit of artists that probably the majority of you've never heard before. Right. It's the best part. But the of that. recordings are good enough that you're not all okay. Skip. No, there's like there's very few. You know, it's funny. You know, I they, mean, the quality yeah. of the recording, not right. the quality of the band. No, no, no. Like, I, get you, I get you. I get okay. you. Okay. Because the you know the whole like, thing of like self-producing music now, everybody can do it. The 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 gear is so much better than it was yes. like even like 10 years ago it's cheaper it's better so much software has basically dummy buttons you press the button and say okay i want to sound like taylor swift on this track and the eq curve is set up the compression is set up everything is set up for you you have to actually try to make a really offensive recording now sonically hmm but you have to try even harder to make something that stands out from the pack. A hundred percent. That's how that comes from the dummy. What book. do you think about the Billie Eilish stuff? Like to me, oh that's... my god, I don't even want to talk about it. So, so, no. oh <laughs> my god, that, that was that's the that's first, the first pop new record. thing I've heard oh, that, that that well, that's and her listen, brother. it's, it's and her brother, right? It's it, right. Right, mm -hmm. but it's and it is derivative. It definitely reminds me of other things, but of course, it's, there's nothing original. It's so. It's so different from anything else that's out there making waves. Uh, I love it. Well, Everything it's cool about that, that. that people like it. Or I should say that kids like it mm -hmm. because it's not uh, the the rap, the, another rap band. That sounds exactly like all the other ones. Right. I that? heard that. I was like, what is it? 
It what is that? Who is that? It's so hard on the radio. It's amazing. And yeah. I can't believe it's popular. And I'm I know. just like, Ooh, it's not just popular, amazing. it's huge. You know what I've been watching a lot of, you guys? And I don't know that you that, that we're talking about how these you people can record. I've been watching classic albums on Access Channel. Mm. Have you ever seen that? Absolutely. No. So this is where they go back to a classic record, like I was watching Black Sabbath, oh. Paranoid. Oh, you were me about that. And they so talk great. about the recording of the album. So great. And, and they talk about the band name was originally Earth. And they're like, we couldn't do that name. It wasn't gonna. Be, it wasn't gonna work. And it's like this: the whole thing, from beginning to this album being put out and going. But did they get into like all the equipment and the specifics some, of the room? And some of it, but uh, you know, some of it is also Ozzy shows up shit faced and barefoot, and they're like, let's do this. What are we supposed to do with this guy? Like he won't. He. You know, I mean, right. he was a mess, but he's but they made that album, right. and that album has made them one of the big. I mean, they, I don't know if people consider them one of the big British bands during the invasion, but I think so. I don't even think of them as being British necessarily. Yeah. I think of them as being like sort of the God, some of the Godfathers of heavy metal. Sure, like every heavy metal guy that I know loves Sabbath. Everybody, Sabbath right. heads. That was like yeah. yeah. When I was in New York and I was reading the Village Voice. And going on auditions. To Don't get look at me. Look at the mic. I know. I'm look looking, at the trash can, I'm looking buddy. Look at the trash can. The trash can. So check it out. So uh, the Village Voice. Everybody <laughs> was like, "It's like, okay, you have to be in the Sabbath, or like, or we hate Sabbath." But it was like oh, that was one the, the touchstone. Other. It was one of the others, right? So Vin, that is so great, man. I just saw one the other night on Bowie's first five years. Oh. And they did a thing, and they had the same the session musician who did um, what's the name of that song, Sarah? Help me out. Uh, 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 Michigan, uh, Earth Command oh, to Space Major Oddity. Tom. All right, that one. Right. Um, Is it Earl Slick? I can't remember the guy's name, but they had the original uh, synthesizer oh. that he used, which I think was a Fairlight. And <laughs> it was just these guys had to be such good musicians to make that track even work because the synth only every note you hit only lasted eight seconds, and then it would die. Oh, so they could not hold a chord. And you think, like, you know, he was like, this is a very slow oh, song. Oh, bizarre. And yeah, it's a very slow song, and it had the sound that David wanted. But they had to come up with all these, uh, like, you know, very clever ways to blend to these notes it. together because they literally couldn't play the instrument. The I, way love it needed to be I love those stories. I love that I love those stories. So that, clever. So this is on Access Channel. These are the stories where you go. That's AXS, oh. right? AXS, yeah. 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 One of the stories about Bowie that, so this girl slick guy, was is one of the guitarists in his band. There there've been a few. One of the guys was the band leader from Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Uh, he was another guitar player in Bowie's band. I can't think of his name. He's been on forever. He does that big yeah. hollow body double cutaway. Anyway, the this Earl Slick guy, one of the stories is he's down down the street in New York from the studio where they're doing these recordings and he's drinking and he's, you know, in the bar and he's and they come running in and grab him. They're like He's ready, and you got to come up with the. And the guy like, okay, puts down his drink, walks in. Do you have more booze there? Yeah, and and jams out the the next big Bowie hit, Funny. and you just go, oh, uh, G. E. Smith. Oh, there G. E. Smith was the other guy, right? Something something band, yeah. the yeah, Saturday Night Live band. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those stories, when you I hear them, you it, just man. go, how in the hell? 
You know, How did they even get these things done? Yeah, like the Beatles are the ultimate, though. Yeah, I mean, what they had to do to make those records. Well, the early ones, especially, aren't those actually four track? They are four track, and they and every they had time, to pull off every harmony. They could only they'd record the music and then just go back, and they had three tracks left. Yeah, that was it. They would record all the and they still sound track. great. Ridiculous! It sounds incredible, and every time they and you know Face we, the we mic. are so spoiled. Now. We are so so spoiled. You're spoiled. We're Face spoiled. Face that mic. We're spoiled. We're spoiled. You see, I'm gonna. <laughs> Sounds so we much better record, when you're we can, If mic. we go to your house, Sarah, we want to record. We can sit there all day and record like three seconds of music till we get it exactly the way they want. Mm-hmm. Every time they did a pass, the sonic fidelity of the tape got worse. Right. So they only had so many passes that they could do before they lose the tracks they already recorded. Right. So then they had four tracks. It just went on and on. The genius of these guys was incredible. Well, then they hooked up with George Martin and it was, you know, yeah. he had some... He had some cool techniques. He was the guy behind them. He was the uh, a good producer is the the, uh, a good producer is is just invaluable. I just don't know how much it matters these days because, like you said, you can literally go in and say, "Oh, I want to sound just like I." I basically the software is your producer. I want to sound like Ariana Grande. Here you go. Yeah. Here's all the settings. Here's the whole EQ. Here's the effects that she used. Right. And but the one thing the the common denominator, like you look at. Beatles, it's the songs. Yeah, their songs were they'll never ever ever be considered dated, old time. You know, they are timeless compositions. You know, so the songwriting is always going to be the tiebreaker. Yeah, they do sound old-fashioned now. Some of them, you know, especially the really early stuff, "Hold My Hand" and that oh, kind of yeah. crap. Well, it sounds yeah. a little bit like you the know, black 50s. and white stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the Beatles, the stuff. The people, right. But some of the innovations are just you know they're all time. Yeah, when you get the rubber soul forward. It's like, you know, forget it. Well, I mean, you know, drugs. <laughs> they started to be having some fun outside. They weren't just kids anymore. <laughs> they were big kids with like, drugs. They made it an eight-year period. It's unbelievable. Look, I know. It is it is actually kind of crazy. It's unbelievable. And now we have Drake. Hooray. <laughs> All right. Let's, lucky. Uh, I know. Oh, my God. So lucky. Let's, uh, let's talk about, let's get a little bad advice going here. Let's see what Tommy thinks about this. Uh, hey, Radio Besties. I'm a longtime listener since the late 90s. I love all of you like extended family, so slurps all around, especially Bryn because he's a hot Asian dilf. What? <laughs> I haven't made it to a live secret show, but it's definitely on my bucket list. Anyway, I have an interesting social situation for you all to consider, especially Human, since he's the social situation master. Sorry, it's not sexy. Well, fuck. Don't say my name. All the names in the story have been changed. My husband and I had a major blow up with a friend, Monica, a few months ago, and it ended our friendship. We're fine with it, though, because she's a pathological liar. Unfortunately, we share several mutual friends with her, and more importantly, we've become friends with her cousin, Rachel, and her fiancé, Ross. Okay. Rachel and Ross. <laughs> well, she it's nice because yeah. she keeps it all straight by using the friends' names. <laughs> yeah. We originally met Rachel through Monica, but have become friends separately from Monica. In other words, use that they friend hopped. They Bitch. friend they friend hopped Monica to be friends with cool. Rachel. Yeah. It's actually kind of normal, but yeah, I agree. You know, some I don't people, like friend hopping, Tommy. No, some people don't like it. I got you. I got you. I friend hopped Danielle to be friends with Tommy. Oh. Just so you know, Tommy, if Yuzette ever introduced you to anyone, you, you can cannot hang out with them without letting Yuzette know or inviting her. Oh, okay. remember that. That's good to know. Yeah, right. or I'm otherwise down. you are out. Yeah, you're I'm down. Out. You're number you one, baby. Tommy you are number one. You are number one. I met Tommy at a lobster jam, and we hit it off and played music Ooh. that night. And lobster jam? That sounds delicious. It was delicious, and then I friend hopped no, Danielle. I'm not allowed Danielle. to eat lobster without her. 
Yeah, there's no, you can't eat lobster without me being yeah. there. I know, I know. You're, I'm your lobster bitch. That's right. Uh, all right, so they, so they know Monica, yeah. but now they're not friends anymore, but they're still friends with Monica's cousin, Rachel, and her fiancé, Ross. Okay. Fast forward to today, which is a few months after the blow-up. Ross and Rachel are getting married. And we were invited to the wedding reception, which we plan to attend. I'm sure we'll see Monica there and we'll be cordial, but otherwise not associate with her at the party. We don't want to cause any drama and ruin Ross and Rachel's party. However, (laughs) we were talking with one of our mutual friends, Phoebe, and she thinks we should respect. She says we shouldn't go. We should respect the familial relationship between Monica and Rachel by not attending the party. We don't really agree with Phoebe about this point because if Monica wanted to pull the family card, she could have asked Rachel not to invite us. We also know that Phoebe feels like she's in an awkward position by having to maintain these two separate friendships with Monica and with us and probably prefers us not to attend so she won't have to deal with any drama that might occur with Monica because she is going to be the one that Monica Monica cries to in the bathroom, right? We've been trying to keep Phoebe out of the drama with Monica, but she will also be attending the party. So should we still attend the party so we can celebrate with Ross and Rachel, or should we be sensitive to Phoebe's concerns and pass? If we don't attend the party, should we tell Ross and Rachel the truth that we made the decision because of our issue with Monica? The reception's about a month after the actual wedding. So what exactly is the question? I, I got a little lost if there. she should go to the wedding or not, right? Should she go to the wedding or not, considering that they're, she's not friends with Rachel's cousin anymore and Phoebe thinks it's a bad idea? You know, it's funny. In that entire soliloquy, I never heard of one thing that she said that she wants to do. Yeah, it doesn't sound like she wants to go to the yeah. wedding. She, does it? I never I heard she her does. say, well, I really want to go, or i really rather not go. I just heard her say what everybody else wants. Well, if she'd really rather not go, then this would be her she, perfect she excuse. I think she wants to go. Yeah, I do. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I do. Go. I agree. Right. So she if you want to go, then go. Go. Yeah. I yeah, think. I agree. And I and I actually agree with her thought that if uh, Monica didn't want her to go, she would have pulled the family card with Rachel and Ross. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad that Monica didn't do that, though. Yeah, no, Monica seems very grown up for a pathological liar, (laughs) as you put it. You should get your friends, like mutual friends, like Joey and Chandler to Oh, no, Joey's (laughs) Joey's the one who wrote the letter. I don't know where Chandler is in this whole thing. Maybe he's the best man. Every time something happens, he could jump in between. You know, what about the bride? Does she want that weird energy there? Well, that's, you know, that's Rachel. And she invited her, right. But it sounds like they don't know what had gone on. Oh, and And don't upset by telling... Ross and Rachel. Yeah, let's about keep the it. focus on the marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah we don't want them worrying about That's that. Why you're there. Right, and yeah. it is just a party. It's not the actual wedding. This is yeah. you know a month or so afterward. I guess they're doing a really small wedding with like twenty people, which I'm sure Monica's going to. <laughs> uh, so, Hooman, she had actually specifically asked about you since you are such a king of social situations. Yeah, I mean, I've, I hate going to places where you know. A lot of the people can't stand if I'm around, so I try to avoid that. But if you really like this person and you want to be there for the wedding, then go. Just in your mind, just don't plan on staying super long if it gets a little weird. Like, prepare yourselves for, like, all the scenarios. You know what I'm saying? Like, get, get get in the zone. The auto zone. No, get <laughs> auto zone. <laughs> just get get in the mindset that you know you're gonna have to talk to Monica. You're gonna have to smile at everyone. You're gonna have to be a peacemaker. And then if it gets a little weird, just get ready to bounce. I feel like at any party you go to, you should have you should be ready to bounce at any time. Anytime things get weird, you gotta go. If it's me, yeah. I don't go. And it's not because I know everyone's like, oh, because you don't like. I, you don't want to go anywhere, right? But that's true. But. Uh, 
I think that person who gave the invites was was you know. First of all, they don't really know about the the hostilities. Between, we don't know if they know. But but Gotta you know, assume. you're caught in between that, and right. you like these people, and you like this person, and you're but you're related to the other person, right? Right. To me, if I'm the person that's just a friend, I say, you know what? We can't make it. We love you guys. We're gonna take you to dinner another night. Right. And just make it, just be cool. And just make sure nothing goes for wrong. For everybody involved. And right. that way you're not, you don't go and you don't cause trouble. Uh, you know, this person's, uh, that's just me. It's just one night. It is just one night. I agree. I, I really do think that you're going to be a little on edge the whole night. And Monica's going to be a little on edge. And, and people will be drinking. And oh, there's, I know. It's right and then somebody, and then Phoebe up. says something like, I told them not to come. And Monica's all like, Why would you tell them that? No, I don't remember. <laughs> that's me. I don't go. Yeah. I just go, You know what? It's their special yeah. night, and that's their family. Listen, I'm looking for I'm any just excuse a friend. to stay I'm going to tap out. Jamming with my yeah, band, I'm lucky Tommy. I got you to mine. What's that? I'm lucky I got you to mine. Who, me? No, I wasn't going to miss yours. Hey, how's your marriage going? Killing. You like it? Love it. Uh Banging. Banging. Do you ever, like, compare the two, like, how your first one went, and then you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Different different life situations. I'm seeing crazy shades from my last failure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice. Uh Nice one, Vinny. Well, you know what I mean? I do. No, 100%. I totally, totally know. No, but you were like, we were, you know, it's... 22, three years ago. It's like I'm such a different person now. Uh-huh. You know, it's like there's no there's no comparison. You know, you're, you're, we're both in such a different life place now. We already had our children. One is going off to college this year. You so know, crazy. We're, we're in a completely different life place. You know? Would you say that you guys are so much more respectful of each other than you and your first wife were? Well, I would say that we are uh, no, not more. No, they're dirty. They do know. all kinds of awful things to each other. <laughs> but oh, I would really, say, yeah, Tommy would love to tell you all about it. Believe no, me. I would not. What are you talking? Like sometimes oh I cover god. my ears and go la la uh, la. What la, does he la, tell la. you? She's Rose full of things. Oh my god, he wants to tell me all this freaking details about their sex life. I'm oh, like gross. Stop it. Oh. oh my god, dude, you do it at the poker table for God's oh, sake. What the Oh, you, know actually, it's true. you know what? Erin is going to love to hear that. She was there. Yeah, I know. I did. She's ready to tell you, too. God, she is? Yeah, they're like, let's get out of here and go bone, honey. All right, baby, let's go. I'm like, gross. <laughs> Why is that gross? God, because they're so gross That's about love. it. The way they look You're at each other. Gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, is awesome. at each other. this is awesome. Brent, you've been there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Who, man? You've been there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. really terrible watching two people who love each other. It's I know. true. It's horrible. Like, Oh, God, you're worse. I know. You're the worst. <laughs> I can't wait, to, I can't wait right, to play her that. That's going to be amazing. Oh, she's going to love it. But she then, knows exactly what I'm talking anyway, about. Anyway, Vin, we're in a different life place, and it's great. You know, the second time around, I'll tell you, man, you have, like, this perspective of, like, what you didn't have and what you need. It's really great. i got to tell you. Well, I, think it's, I do yeah. think it's you're age-related for sure. I couldn't have—I would have—had I married young, it would not have lasted for mm-hmm. sure. So, right. yeah, exactly. Know. I mean, hats off to people who can make it go for decades and decades and decades. You know. Well, you're about long... to do that. Yeah. What? You're about to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Hats well, off no, to you. That's not even a question. I mean, we're in such a different life place right now. We're so settled and stuff. It's well, what's nice, too, is your kids are getting older and they'll be out soon. You'll oh. get to just sort of, One's you'll sort gone. of back end discover each other, yeah. you know? Are you kidding, man? We oh, you guys together. like <laughs> anal? <laughs> if you haven't already done that. <laughs> <laughs> That's your thing? Is that what she's talking about when she says no, you're into the dirty stuff? That's not what I was getting at. Oh but, my God. but feel free to answer the question. 
I don't even I don't even know what the question was. No one does. You and your wife are into anal? What? No. What? No. That's that's the answer I like to hear. No, that's actually oh that's God. actually that's a hard no. That's a hard that's no. That's a hard no. That's an exit. No. <laughs> You're talking about her doing your butt, but you do oh hers. Oh my god. You don't no. do hers? Bro, of all the beautiful things that are on the platter of stooking, uh-huh. That ain't our jam. Wow. How could that be wow? Get it, Jam? No, listen, I'm <laughs> with you. I, I think it's because we're people of a certain age. Like, it seems like the kids are all no, in there. No, we got that. way more. Yeah, it's way yeah. more things to do than that. <laughs> okay, thanks, everybody. Oh, is that it? Where are we at time-wise? Because I had one ready to go. Oh, oh yeah, do that. Yeah, right. Do it. One more. One more. Uh, I had an amazing meet-cute with a man who pursued me, swept me off my feet, and worked really hard to convince me that despite the age difference and the fact that we later discovered we're next... He would call me Juliet when I was on my fire escape and he was in his backyard. All within two weeks, he convinced me he's here, ready, and that I should consider him. There was a lot of making out and him telling me, uh, and me telling him, I really want to go slower than this. I told him, I want to find my person, but I'm also afraid of relationships. I'd been through the ringer. I told him, I know the game. As soon as a guy has sex, he takes off, but he kept insisting he's in it to explore future possibilities. He finally had sex with me the night before he left on an already planned vacation and said things like, his private parts were mine now. He wanted me hooked before I leave. If I won't agree to be in a relationship, he wants to find another way. My cock oh, is yours now. He says that. And make sure I know his sincerity. My private parts are yours. Then he leaves on an international vacation for five days with friends. By international, I think she means he goes to Mexico to party. Uh-huh. There was no contact. He didn't have an international phone plan, and I needed time to think. I was okay with this. When he got back, there still wasn't much communication. I finally had to ask whether the dinner plans we made were still a good time to get together. Communication was still sparse, and I figured he's busier than expected, and things were headed in a bad direction. He finally came over, and instead of going out for dinner, in 20 minutes, it was all over. While he was gone, I began to journey. I began that while he was gone, internationally, after all the things, owning his private parts and everything, I began the journey to open my heart and try, despite the odds. While he was gone, he thought about things with a clear head, and even though all the same feelings are there, the circumstance is what it is. He doesn't feel comfortable with the next-door neighbor thing and doesn't think he has the time to give the relationship the time it deserves because he started a new and demanding job. Is that me being stupid or him being an asshole? Or say la vie. Right now, there's zero contact. Thank you, Juliet. All right, I'll start. I think... I think you were being stupid. Yeah. He is an asshole. But if I had to choose between the two, I mean, your instincts were like... Your instincts were dead on. If he yeah. bones me, he's going to be gone. Yep. Yeah. So I uh, I definitely feel bad for you, but I think... You're Just as she opened her heart. Yeah, I think you... you... That's the part that's so funny. I know. What it's are not you funny. doing? So... I think it's you funny. knew. What are you doing? After two weeks. You you said it before you even. No, she said it. I'll tell you the worst part about all this. I wish you had like a smart friend because the smart friend would have sat you down and said, this guy's your next door neighbor and the risk is huge because if it doesn't work out, you still have to see this guy all the time. Right. So. Yeah, she's going to be yelling, hey, Romeo. Yeah, I wish you would have like thought about that. I wish you would have put that at the top. Well, there's an age difference too. She doesn't say what it is, who's older, who's younger. It sounds like she's older, but she's not saying in the mo- in the in the letter in the movie. In the movie, she doesn't say. I will tell you this right now, you guys. Th- I will predict this, and I want you to write in when this happens. There will be a drunk night for you and him, and you guys will hook up and bang again. I oh, promise. Yeah. You're right. your neighbors. Yeah, that's what happens to neighbors. You're gonna see each other both coming home from some late night thing and be like, "Hey, your fucking ass looks great. Come on over. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's Look, do this." I got thing. the answer to your problem. 
tall hedges. Oh. You just need to wall off that dude of any view with that dude and move on with your life. Don't even let him pull the your ass looks great and why not? We, it was because a good she's lay. the girl who goes. I know. I opened my heart la, while la, he was away. La, 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 yeah, but he also said what my the privates fuck are is yours. That? Yeah, but yeah, my privates own, are yours. You own my cock and balls. Yeah, I mean, how dopey is that? Right. Anything to bone. That's right. What it is. Yeah, she falls it for it. Maybe it should just be a schnook relationship. Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Make it a booty call. Yeah, right. Whatever. I mean, she hello. can't. Why not? Because, well, because she's a chick. Because she's, she's the right. girl yeah. that goes. There are so I many girls who are fine with booty calls. I, right. But not this one. Not she o- she one. opened her heart. Uh, I opened Plenty my of heart. girls. Look at Sarah. She boned all her best friends. <laughs> and they're still best friends. <laughs> yeah. I, I am best friends with a lot of them still. Yeah. I mean, that's she can do that. Mm. Not everybody no, Tommy, goes. No, Tommy. Don't hmm me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm telling Aaron. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped boning my best friends Excellent 25 years ago. <laughs> Only band members. I love members, secret Tommy. shows. I learned No, secret not shows. even band members. I learned secrets oh, at no. the secret show. <laughs> Gotta take bum. that show on the road. Oh, too bad. Her husband's the guitar player. <laughs> Oops. It's time for an orgy. <laughs> so what's our new band name? Stuk. I don't know. I like teriyaki chicken. Uh, no, it's teriyaki Dickens. No, that's not. That's a horrible name. I don't <laughs> I like what do you mean that's a horrible I like, name? I like please don't. Hoobastank. Mm. I don't know. Hoobastank? No, that's it's a real taken. name. It's a real name. <laughs> People are going to be like, teriyaki? How do you even fucking spell that? <laughs> well, maybe we could spell it like there. the name Terry. Teriyaki. Yeah. Hissy fit. Hissy fit's not bad. Hissy fit. Hissy fit's good, and I throw those. Yeah, that's hissy what I was fit. Thinking. Oh, hissy fit's nice. Is, are you sure there's no band called hissy fit? Oh, Pat. I throw you, a, a fucking like, hissy like, fit. Like, We're putting a plastic thing over the tub so he won't be able to do it because it's gonna be. He can mix his own monitor mix. What is Sorry, he do? hissy fit's taken. Oh, hissy fit's taken. There, everything's taken. How about it pussy matter. fit? All right. Pussy fit. Mm. Everything's taken. 1996. Hissy fit. It's 1996. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, New York. Maybe we'll go back to slappy. I feel like Slappy's kind of played out, though. What about teriyaki chicken? No, no. <laughs> it was teriyaki Dickens, first of all. I like that. Really? You like that? It just makes me laugh. Hmm. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just think it's funny. Teriyaki dick. Teriyaki dick. Dick, dick, dick. That's teriyaki the joke? Teriyaki. Yeah. No, that's not the joke. Dick, to me, it's, it's the supposed joke. to be like Dickens, <laughs> the writer, and then teriyaki Dickens, like... Like what? He likes, I don't know. Like, he likes Asian food? Yes. Dickens like his Asian like, Just like two words that really wouldn't go together, but because Dickens rhymes with chickens. Can we gotta find a name that's like, you know, when I, like I, his when I fit. texted you that thing with Steely Dan? Yeah. They got that name. Yeah. We need to, it's gotta be something like that. You gotta find, Why don't you guys call yourselves the uh, rabbit? <laughs> oh, the rabbit. Not bad. It's good. Uh, I still don't get it. So he's little... in, he thinks it's teriyaki dick like cock. But it yeah. isn't. And you think it's the writer? It's the writer, Dickens. Yeah, she thinks, ter- she thinks Dickens likes teriyaki chicken. That's not exactly right. But. See how I don't get it? I'm yeah. not sure. I don't get it either. You know what? I ditched that one. I don't get it. I like Hissy Fit. I like fit. it. It I'm makes me laugh. So you're saying 96 is when Hissy Fit happened? And yeah, the Hissy nothing? Fits is what they're called. The Hissy Fits. Okay, I'm it's doing a punk a pop. I'm on a website now which is called the, ba- the uh, Band Name Generator. All right. Generate and me a name. I now put in two, so two adjectives about the band, um, and I put diva and guitar. Um Lead diva. Band. Yeah. That's you. And I am so, I'm the opposite of a diva. Did you hear the way she said Diva. Uh, the place <laughs> that sure. has special significance to your band, Boston. Yeah, all right. 
Um, yeah, that works. Work. Okay, the, a singular noun. Oh man, uh, horse, guitar, drum, kit. No, I'm gonna say vocal. Oh. Um, a plural noun. Uh, oh, I'm gonna geez. say guitar. How long is this survey? It's this long. It's almost not just coming. Right. You know what? Well, you know, this is gonna be good. We're gonna get the, an original band name just from doing this. Okay. Uh, perfect. Guitars. Okay. So now it's a verb be worth it. ending. A verb so ending. So an ing, like right. rocking. So let's do how rocking. about banging? Rocking. Okay. Skyrocking uh, Jennifer. Day, month, or season That's that means something either. to you. Winter. No, no, no. All right, winter. Uh, no, a day, month, or season. Oh, winter is the season. Okay. Uh, an an animal that means something to you. Horse. Horse. Okay. Uh, and the name now, is a group of people, uh, like plumbers, Australians, oh. creatures. What do you mean? Not the Supreme Court. Nope. Oh. Judges. Judges. Sure, judges. judges. I'm very judgy. Okay, there we go. Judges. Sure. Perfect. All right, here we go. And the band name is. Uh, I have too many missing variables. Oh, wow. so we got to put some more in. Missing right, variables. That is color? great. What's your favorite color? Green. Green. Okay, got that. All right. Only only two more. Oh my god. Only two more. Uh, All right, I'm a with number, you. A number greater than one. Go. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Michael's a part of the body that you like. Shoulders. There it is. Okay. Now this should be it. Oh my God! Oh. But there's way more men in the band. It's shoulders. Right. Here, there's a bunch of them I came up with too. Okay, here we go. Ready? Um, uh, Jowdy McShout. Sarah eats the vocal. Uh, Saratonian. Sarah eats the guitar. Uh, Rage against the vocal. Oh, <laughs> saving Sarah. Boston Panic. Sarah Boston and Panic. the judges. Uh. All right. Vocal I 23. I like missing variables. Yeah. Sarah and the guitar humans. Oh, Sarah and the guitar humans? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That doesn't really put you in the band. No, it's okay, though. Yeah, you don't want to be in that band anyway. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Fuckhead. You are, you're so mean. Every time he can, he makes some little dig about how he's not going to be in our band. Are you kidding? That's 100%. I heard on the mic. I heard on the radio today that it's between me, me and Mike. It's not between you and Mike. It's if you won't do it, I would ask Mike to sit in. Mike right. wouldn't do it, believe me, because we're not cool enough for him. I think we <laughs> might be cool enough for you, but you've got 50,000 followers on Instagram now. Now, so oh, no one's cool enough you for you. You guys are the best. I can't wait to see the studio. We're rocking oh my god, out. it's gonna be so good. You got an electric <laughs> kit for me. Come on. All like, right, I'm gonna go. Okay, everyone, have a great day. Love you. Don't bang your friends. <laughs> All right. <laughs>